Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. One thirty-four. Are you buckled up? Because I suspect we're going to have a little bit of fun over the next 20 minutes or so. It's Oilers Now with Brendan and Cam today. Bob and the Oilers on route to Vegas. That's where Game 5 takes place tomorrow. 8 p.m. puck drop on a Friday night in Sin City. You'll hear it all unfold on 6.30. Chad, coverage starting at 6 and game time shortly after 8. Uh, yeah, let's just fire right into it, man. Let's open it up because we've got quite a few people waiting on the line. Darnell Nurse suspended one game for instigating a fight in the final five minutes. That is right out of the NHL rulebook. And as such, Jay Woodcroft, head coach of your Oilers, has been fined $10,000 as well. We sit and await the ruling on Alex Petrangelo. And while we do, we bring Lee aboard on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. How's it going today, Lee? Hey, how's it going? Thanks Excellent. for taking the call. Um, yeah. um, hey, you know what? Oilers going to take the next two games. That's it. You know, uh, there's no. Uh, I, that's it. They're going to take the next two games. But I wish uh, Bob was on today because you know what? We're about the same age, and he, he was a South Side boy. And I was North Side boy. And I think I'm pretty sure I played against him, like growing up, midgets and bantams. Okay, I played for the. Uh, I had the best jerseys in the league. I played for a team called the Eastwood Bulls. Do you remember the remember the Birmingham Bulls, the WHA? I I remember the Birmingham Bulls. I wasn't and alive. Toronto and the Toronto, Toronto Toros. Yeah, they had. They, yeah, and then okay, the Eastwood Bulls. Uh, we had the best jersey, and then I played for the Beverly Warriors, and it was exactly uh, uh, Chicago. Right, the Beverly Warriors, Chicago, uh, yeah, Chicago jerseys, and I played for a team called the Montrose Parkdale Flames. You know what? We had a skate with a flame on it. Oh yeah, we had the, the color of Calgary, and everybody hated us because <laughs> right, we had the colors of the Calgary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. All right, Lee. I appreciate the call, Lee, and uh, I would like to see that jersey collection one day. It sounds absolutely lovely. Jeff's online too. How are you doing today, Jeff? Yeah, doing good. Thanks for taking my call. I, uh, you know, I nurse deserves that one one game suspension with, without um, any anything else. I'm 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 a believer of that. I'm a fan of the Oilers, but these guys that lose their temper, nurse Leon does it once in a while. They got to get that in check. Uh, these stupid penalties are, are not going to help our team and we're not going to help us get to that cup. So um, I believe that was well warranted. He deserved that. Instigator's an instigator. He came from the blue line. Mm-hmm. He should have kept his nose clean. We need him in these playoffs. We need Leon out of that box. We need these guys to play hockey. And that's what I got. All right, Jeff. I appreciate that a lot. And I'll tell you what, I, I have seen some retaliation by Edmonton, particularly in game three, when you could tell that some of the physicality by Vegas was paying its dividends then. Just like last night, Edmonton's dividends in this uh, series kind of came back and they were able to cash in on some of the physicality. And Vegas's frustration boiled over last night with yeah. some retaliation. No, and, and I understand the 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 suspension because that, that's what it is in the book. So there, there's... 
the only thing you determine is whether it's an instigator or not, and it was. But I also understand the heat of the moment, and I also understand seeing one of your teammates and really good friends taking uh, an incredibly uh, vicious slash, mm-hmm. and the emotion rides on that. And so when a player like Darnell goes in there and is looking for something, some retribution, I understand the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's going to boil over. That time it did. Yeah, do you want it to? No, you don't. You don't want him suspended. You don't want him to to take that at that time, but that's tough to it's tough to pump the brakes on that given the the way things had gone down a few, you know, moments prior. Well, that's what's irksome, right? From my perspective is that this fight was percolating for 3 games. The fact that it took place inside the final 5 minutes of that game, while I understand what the spirit of the or pardon me, the the letter of the law is, right? Like that that wasn't really the spirit of the rule because you had two willing combatants that were that were leading up to this. So, um Again, I, like Hag, obviously is he's out of the picture um, in terms of fines or suspensions or any of that. So we're just looking at this as to whether it alters anything to do with the Alex Petrangelo suspension that we our figure is incoming kind of any minute now, maybe <laughs> before two o'clock. I don't know. I hope so. Anyway, Fred's on line three. What do you got, Fred? Or is he? My phone won't work. Derek, can you lend me a hand? There's the man. How you doing, Fred? Oh, not bad. Hey, Mooner. Yes. Uh, Birmingham Bulls. Frank never been beaten, beaten. You remember him? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I loved. I loved the game last night. Old school hockey. Uh, did you guys see the spear on Costin? I think oh, that was yeah. Here, that should have been a five minute penalty. Come on, you can't be doing that. <sighs> yeah, it's it's the the stick work and the extracurriculars were really ever present last night. I I thought Fred and uh, and that was one that again it was sort of it was a retaliation for a cross check that uh, that Costin had delivered moments before. So perhaps as the referee may have seen both of those incidents, he was uh, you know willing to turn a blind eye to it. But, uh, yeah, I was up there in the press box last night right beside Cam. I said, he just stuck him right in the yeah. costumes. Yeah, that's not a good thing. But you know what? <laughs> no. I think Angelo's going to get – it should be two games if yeah. that was regular season, but I'm thinking it's only going to be one because that's the way the National Hockey League works. And Aiden Hill, we can light him up. I think he's going to be shell-shocked now. He uh, – yeah, I don't think he's going to be ready for the spotlight come Friday night. The Oilers are looking good. And keep playing tough. And if he doesn't get suspended, look out. It's going to get ugly. Wow, he'll get suspended. Yeah. If he has a hearing, they're not going to have a hearing and give him nothing. He'll get something. It's just what level. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I just love that game last night. I love old-time hockey. I go back to the Broad Street Bully, so bring it on, Vegas. Have a great show, boys. Right on. Thanks, Thanks for Fred. the call, Fred. Enjoy the game tomorrow. How about Doug here on line four? Am I, am I able to put stuff through? We're good. We're good. Doug, you're on the air. Hey, Brendan Mooner, listen, the original question is, uh, who did it hurt more, uh, Vegas losing Petriangelo or the others losing uh, Nurse? Uh, I guess when you look at it, Petriangelo probably is their number one D-man on that club, and Nurse might be your two, uh, whatever you want to call it, 2A, 2B. problem I don't like about it is what Jeff said at the very beginning is it was a necessary penalty 100% that Nurse took. I mean, it, the, the slash that uh, Petriangelo did on Drysaddle prior to that, 
you know he's going to be getting some. So guys, and this is where maybe coach has got to play. Hey, boys, it's uh, come up five minutes. Nothing stupid. Infamous words of uh, Cherry. No dumb, dumb penalties, guys. And I know you said the emotion takes place, but God almighty, five minutes ago, that's why the rule is in there. So you don't do these dumb, dumb moves and uh, get a third man or an instigator, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I'm just not happy with Nurse doing what he did because, you know, you're in the middle of playoffs, guys. Sometimes not always only the, the better team that wins, sometimes the smarter team that wins. And that was a complete dumb, dumb move. So anyway, that's my view, guys. I'm still hoping for the orders, of course. And uh, uh, I just don't want to see him go down in Vegas. because it's all I'm getting at, eh? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Great call, Doug. Call us again. Thank you. Uh, hey, and you're not the only one that feels that way, by the way. There's some texts here at 780-496-0063 saying that exact same thing. Nurse probably should have known that rule considering the hefty penalty that it came with, right? Knowing that you're inside the final five minutes. I mean, that, that rule is, that goes back to minor hockey. You don't start something at the very end of a game because the penalties are stiffer. So is it something that he should have known? Maybe. Um, but again, heat of the moment. And yeah. I, I know that's a silly argument to make, but I, I, I do believe that when we've seen emotions run as high as they have in this series, it's kind of like a pseudo war out there in some senses. And clearly it results in mental lapses from time to time. It's a fine line between uh, keeping your cool and playing smart and not being pushed around. You know, you don't want to be a team that uh, that gets pushed around. The Oilers aren't by any stretch of the imagination. They are a team that, and that was a game last night that was incredibly physical. The Oilers hit a lot. They created turnovers because of it, but. When you get into a game like that where the, the lead is is more than a few late in the game and occasionally silliness occurs. And and in the silliness I mean is the is the slash by Petrangelo, which just I, I I still I as it happened in real time, it took me a few seconds to uh believe what I was seeing. Yeah. Because you just don't in today's day and age, you just don't expect it. And and to see it was a little bit uh, unnerving, and and I can I can understand from the players' point of view on the Oilers bench that a seeing like that. And thankfully, thankfully, Leon Drysaddle wasn't hurt. It's amazing actually that he wasn't. Um, but you would be some upset seeing a, a liberty like that taken against your team. And I'm sure they felt a lot of them that uh, a response needed to be had. So I'm listening to all of this through the... I'm trying to apply my my Vegas Golden Knights ears, okay? And I'm trying yep. to hear all of that through the context of Petrangelo getting hit by Kane before that slash even yep. happened. So uh, like we said off the top of the show, I understand why Petrangelo had a burr under his saddle. But to take it out in that manner for a player of his caliber at that juncture of a game in a game of that magnitude like there's just so many layers to why that was so startling so um hey man i one game's not enough you, one game is not enough particularly now that you've given darnell nurse one game and as this texter says here you set a dangerous precedent when you start targeting skilled players and i know vegas yes. would consider petrangelo a star player and maybe they feel like he got targeted um by the forecheck certainly and then by by that hit by kane from an Oilers perspective, Petrangelo turned up the wall. 
but he also got drilled head and neck first into the boards as a result of that play. So I get why he was angry. Daryl's been holding patiently on line five. How you doing, Daryl? Not bad. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say uh, I've watched pretty much every game that I could get on uh, on TV. Uh, I I find the refereeing overall has just been the worst I've ever seen. Honestly, it's so inconsistent that I don't think the players really know what's going to be called. Mm-hmm. However, let's get to the point. <laughs> uh, I would I last night I felt that there were two plays that were the spearing play, which which if you were watching you saw that the guy was cross-checked twice before he speared him. Right. But anyway, that's, that is a vicious penalty, and neither the cross-check nor the spear was called. Uh, the worst, well, I think, violent play that took place last night, and I can't think of the names of the two players, one was one of the oiler defensemen who came in out of the corner of the camera and nailed a guy on the wall. He smacked his head against the boards, and he's lying down on the ground with his eyeballs circulating like he was, well, he was just out of it, and no penalty was called on that. Now, I, as far as, uh, as far as Darnell was concerned, he deserved what he got. In fact, I think mm-hmm. he should have probably gotten more. Okay. Well, I now, certainly. I'm an, I'm an oiler. I'm an oiler supporter, but there was no need of those penalties when they were ahead four to one. They had the game wrapped up. Uh, I agree with old John Cherry. That was a dumb, dumb. Those were dumb, dumb penalties. <laughs> Yeah, again, we're, we're trying to see this group mature into a championship-caliber team, and, and I don't think mature is the word that I would have applied to the end of that game last night. Daryl, great insight. Great insight. I appreciate it. Give us another shout. Uh, let's sneak Brett and Nanaimo in before the break here. I've still got Kamek and Allen holding as well, but Brett, always one to raise the spirits around here. How you doing today, buddy? Doing wonderful yourself. Good, good. What's up? I, listen, it's a rare condition in this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Listen, that's a Family Matters reference, okay? Nice. Uh, Urkel. We had Urkel. The games one and three, that was that was as Urkel as it got, but games two and four, that was Stefan Urkel, okay? We're going to be nice. fine. Oilers in six. Let's go. Brett and Nimal understands oh, it. That this was is, good. That's a beauty call right That there. was. Love hearing from you guys. Uh, keep the calls coming. 780-496-0063. Again, we'll get to Kamek and Allen. But right now, we'd better do Derek Scott a favor and press pause. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. And we're busy on the phone lines, so I'm not even going to encourage you to call in at this point. We're full. We don't have time. Let's go right back to it. Alan is on line one. How you doing, Alan? Hi. Thanks for letting me uh, make a call. The only thing I have here, this is where the NHL has a presence making that an overhead uh, swing and hitting a player, no matter who he is. A one-game suspension would be like it's not even a pound. It's not even why you give them none because you could have a fourth-line player who will see, hey, I overswing and hit a, a star player and hit him in the arms. 
and not hurt the person mm-hmm. or hurt them, and that player is out for the game. It's only one game for me now. Right. So you're worried about the precedent they're setting here. This is, because they, yeah, I believe that if they don't suspend them for more than one game, everybody else can see that. Say, I can do that. Hurt a Bryce Idle or a McDavid mm-hmm. or a. Eichel or any other player and say it's only one game and guess what I took I could take out a star player yeah for sure and then thanks Alan for the call maybe next time it's not Petrangelo maybe next time it's Keegan Colsart we're talking about and that's where you have an issue is where players who aren't 25 minute a night guys start uh, you know deciding that well maybe I'll take tomorrow night off at the expense of this Nick is online too hey Nick Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, honestly, I completely agree with the last caller. You know, it, let's let's say it's Dayarnay who goes in and gets into a fight with five minutes left and uh, gets suspended a game. Comparatively speaking, a nurse. It's not the end of the world. We are really lucky it was Petrangelo. Like if it was their number seven defenseman that came in and did that, and let's say he ended up breaking uh, Drysdale's wrist, he doesn't care if he gets suspended the rest of the playoffs, and it makes a huge swing. Yeah. So the league has to honestly treat this kind of like speeding. We don't care if he got into an accident or if he caused a death. Or anything like that. The law is the law, and that's the letter of the law. So it sucks that Nurse gets suspended a game, but he made his bed. He's going to lay in it. So I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the league handed out two to Petrangelo. And it, it really hurts them more than it hurts us, because who are they going to replace on their back end now that's going to fill those shoes? Well, it's either going to be Ben Hutton or Braden Pahal, I would think. Yeah, like there's yeah. pretty no-name yeah. options, right, Nick? You make yeah, a couple great nothing, points nothing there, man. Nothing as sexy as Petrangelo, right? Yeah, so it is what not. it is, but go Oilers, babe. Absolutely. Enjoy game uh, game five. Let's go to Kamek here on uh, line number three. Kamek, what's up? Hey, fellas. How you doing? Good, thanks. Good. Um, <clears throat> so basically, I just, I just wanted to clarify. So the instigator penalty, I mean... Nurse didn't jump him. The gloves were dropped simultaneously. Haig actually threw the first two or three punches. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just wondering, like, if that would have happened with 15 minutes left, do you guys think an instigator would have been given? Given the circumstances prior in the game and the series, I bet you the ref's judgment would have been that that was not an instigator because of how willing the two combatants were. I honestly think the league's hands were tied in this situation because of the time that it took place at. Again, we say the letter of the law versus the spirit of the rule. Yeah, and I mean, and I'm not saying Nurse should have done that with a minute left. I mean, it would have been more enjoyable if it was at the opening face-off, probably, in Game 5. That would have been a lot better, but I'm just... It's just hard to hand down an instigator, in my opinion, when it was a very evenly matched and both players wanted it, right? Like we've seen him battling all through the series and I just think it was it's a hard penalty, hard uh, hard suspension to give for that in my opinion. Yeah, certainly. I appreciate the call, Kamek. And, you know, again, for, 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 for the Oilers, that that's a frustrating loss for um, the fact that it was it wasn't beaten up on a player who didn't want no. it. It was... Uh, and it wasn't the other thing it wasn't was a guy who plays five minutes a night beating up on someone who plays 20 minutes a night right so there's there's some other mitigating factors here uh might have a couple time for a couple more here let's get to uh theo here who's called in on line four theo how you doing oh we've got him on hold that'll work theo sorry man (laughs) oh sorry can you hear me yeah perfect yeah honestly i was just gonna kind of pile on to what the last call i said I don't think it's an instigator penalty. I think 
nurse hops up in, in the scrum. That happens all the time. Guys come up in the scrum. But Haig dropped his gloves. Nurse dropped his glove. Haig actually threw, threw the first punches. I don't, you know, I, I don't see... The guys hop up in the scrum all the time. That's, that's not an instigator, I don't think, so... Yeah. Well, again, at a different juncture in the game, Theo, and I appreciate the call. A different juncture in the game that brings the face off outside, and probably not much else. Maybe it's it's two two and five or whatever. But because uh, because of it happening inside the final five minutes, again, they didn't get to use their judgment. They had to adhere to the rule book. And if I'm sitting here on this this grandstand all afternoon talking about how they need to set proper precedents, well, maybe just calling the rule book would be a good way to start. It's uh, it is 156 coming up on 157 in Edmonton. Thank you so much for everyone who took time to call. I won't be able to get to Darcy James or Taylor. Thank you guys. Regardless, though, lots of text still here to get through the rest of the show. We got another hour still to come. Everett Fitzhugh is coming up to talk tonight's Kraken in Dallas game five after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.